Thank you for joining us for another episode of FYI, the Public Libraries Podcast. I'm Kathleen Hughes, Manager of Publications for the Public Library Association. My guests today are my colleagues, Emily Plowman and Samantha Lopez. Emily is Project Manager and Samantha is Project Coordinator for PLA's Project Outcome. Project Outcome, which was launched in June of 2015 with the financial support of a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation grant, is a free online toolkit consisting of surveys, a survey portal, and an interactive data dashboard that helps librarians measure the outcomes of their programs and services. Welcome, Emily and Samantha. Can you give us a little background on how Project Outcome came about? Actually, a lot of the work started back in 2013 when then PLA President Carolyn Anthony with um, Skokie Public Library identified performance measurement as a as a key issue that she wanted to take on during her tenure. So she convened a group of task force members to sit down and really think about what this gap was around performance measurement. We knew that libraries should be measuring outcomes, but it wasn't being done consistently for programs or libraries. So the task force started looking at how they might be able to develop standardized outcome measures, and they worked for about a year, year and a half, to not only think about what those measures should be, but talk to the field about how they could possibly measure outcomes and try and come up with a set of four key outcomes that the library could really broadly use across almost any program or service. So those outcomes are measuring if a patron has gained knowledge, confidence, if they plan to make a behavior change or apply what they learn from a program or service, and if they've gained awareness of other library resources. So Task Force really tried to focus on a lot of different programs and services and to come up with a set of outcomes that could be used within huge variety of what the library field is doing in terms of providing patron support. Okay, thanks, Emily. Why is measuring outcomes important? Samantha? Now more than ever, libraries need data to advocate for themselves and better tell their story. The traditional data points libraries collect, such as inputs and outputs, are no longer enough to justify why they should be open. Libraries know that they make a difference in their patrons' lives, but they need to be able to prove it. Traditional measures like outputs measure how much you did, but with outcomes, you're measuring what good you provided through your programs and services. So as Emily said, you're measuring that knowledge gained, confidence, that change in behavior or intend to change behavior, and the awareness of more library resources that the patrons can use. If 100 people attended a lecture, libraries could be asked, so what? If they measure the outcomes of those 100 attendees, they could have the answer readily available. For example, they could say that 90% of survey respondents felt they learned something new from the lecture, and that one attendee said it was the single most constructive hour I've spent in the last 10 years. These are powerful messages that libraries can use for reporting, advocacy, and program improvement, which is exactly how our project participants are using Project Outcome. So tell us some details. What are the surveys? How do libraries use them? Is there a cost? Everything needed to use Project Outcome is available on the website, www.projectoutcome.org. The online toolkit includes the ready-to-use patron surveys that the task force developed, data entry and data analysis tools, as well as automatic reports to make the process as easy as possible for libraries. Project Outcome is available to all U.S. and Canadian public libraries for free. I'll repeat that. It is free. There is no cost to use Project Outcome. All you have to do is register on the website to get started. 
The surveys that Project Outcome covers, um, it covers seven survey topic areas that the task force identified that are broad enough to cover a range of programs and services that libraries provide. Those seven topics include civic and community engagement, digital learning, early childhood literacy, economic development, education and lifelong learning, job skills, and of course, summer reading. There are two types of surveys that libraries can use, immediate and follow-up. The immediate surveys are our most popular surveys. They measure what the patron feels they gained immediately after a program or service. These surveys are really easy to use. Um, There's very little staff time involved, and the patrons quickly can fill them out and give them back, and you have this snapshot data that you can use for reporting. The follow-up surveys measure whether or not the patron changed their behavior as a result of the program or service and are used after a period of time has passed. So they require a little bit more of staff time and capacity because you have to follow up with the patrons who attend the program or service. These types of surveys are ideal for measuring progress towards goals and providing evidence for advocacy. Libraries can use Project Outcome at their own pace and capacity. They can also pick and choose the programs they want to measure based off what they want to learn from measuring outcomes. If kindergarten readiness, for example, is a community-wide goal, then a library might choose to focus on measuring the outcomes of their storytime programs to see how they're making a difference in this area. That's just one example of how you could use Project Outcome surveys. Thank you, Samantha. So Emily, can you give us a few examples of libraries that are using Project Outcome and what they're doing and how they're using it? We have so many great examples that we get from our users. And one comes out of Plano, Texas, where Plano had been checking out uh, STEM kits kits with science information in, in them um, to their patrons. And they decided to put our immediate surveys in the STEM kits to just ask how, you know, how they were doing. What, what were they learning from the STEM kits and what could the library do to improve? And they got some really great information back. Uh, one of the most insightful was that some of the comments pointed to patrons not being aware that, that the library offered programs for kids. And the library was just, you know, surprised that here they had put up flyers and they had information within the library talking about what kinds of kids programs they had. And they were somehow not getting that information to those patrons who were coming in and just checking out the science kit. They were able to make a super easy, effective fix. They created flyers specifically to put in the STEM kit, and they went out with the kits as they were being checked out. And I think it was like 80 80 to 90% of the kits came back without the flyers. So all of a sudden, they're reaching this demographic of users that in a different way that they hadn't been before, which I think is just such a, such a good example of how just a little bit of data can really help you improve what you're offering patrons. Another example I like, we have a library. They decided to run both immediate and follow-up surveys for an economic development program they were offering related to opening a small business. And they ran both immediate and follow-up surveys. Um, and it was a pretty small class. It wasn't a lot of users, but it was a pilot program that they were testing out. And in the immediate surveys, they found out some really good information on how they can improve the content of the small business program that they're offering. But then they also were able to find out in the follow-up surveys that patrons were using some of the information they provided in order to open a small business, but they had also identified things, resources that they needed to access uh, later on that hadn't been part of the program. 
um, that they that help them open a small business. So they could look at that data and they could determine different ways that they could improve this pilot program to make it more relevant to the small business owners. So they had two sets of data. They had data around kind of the immediate reaction and then data after a period of time had passed that could help them with making this program improvement. We have users that we've heard from who were able to use the outcome data to apply for grants. We hear really regularly that libraries are using the reports that are available to them within the system um, and using the data dashboards that we also make available to them to present to their communities what's happening at the library and how they're doing and what their impact is uh, with the patrons. So we hear pretty commonly that, you know, a library has gone out and presented to a board or presented to their community about what they're doing. Um, and they get really great response and a lot of interest in what they're doing because they have data to back up what they already know to be true, which is they make a great impact. You recently released the project's first annual report. Tell us what you learned over the first year. So we looked at 17,000 patron survey responses from over 700 different types of programs. And what we found overall is we have really high percentages when it comes to patrons reporting that they learned something, that they gained confidence, that they plan to change a behavior or more aware of library resources. On average, we it's an 80% uh, rate that people say, yeah, we, we agree or strongly agree that that this has happened, that we have learned something and have more confidence, et cetera. Um, what I think is most interesting, when you look at the data across all of the surveys, across all of the seven survey topics, is that patrons are reporting that they like the educational aspects of the programs and services and that they want more. And to have that be just a you know, just an insight that nationally patrons are coming to the library and they're saying that they want more programs and services from the library, no matter where you're at. This is across all size, across all topic, like I said, across the United States, Canada, Alaska, Hawaii, patrons are wanting more from the libraries. And that's, that's a really exciting, I think, insight that we learned from the annual report. And as of today, we have over 2,000 public libraries registered within the system and over 48,000 patron surveys collected. We over doubled our numbers since the annual report came out in June. And we just kind of, we just keep, keep seeing those numbers come in and grow. And I think that really speaks to the library's interest in the field. And how can listeners learn more about Project Outcome? Everyone can keep track of what we're doing here at Project Outcome by visiting the PLA website uh, or the Project Outcome website, projectoutcome.org. We regularly update our news and events page with where we're going to be at in-person conferences. We host uh, monthly webinars to help our users throughout the many stages of the outcome measurement process, covering topics from data analysis, advocacy, how to talk to patrons, and using results for grant applications and more, like Emily touched on. It's not just us talking about how to use Project Outcome. It's libraries hearing from their peers about the benefits and how to use it and to get tips and tricks for surveying their patrons and collecting outcomes. Project Outcome also visits many state and regional association conferences. Uh, last year alone, Emily and I went to about 14, which was fun. Um, so we do this throughout the year. 
We're trying to get our participants to kind of take the reins and go to these conferences representing project outcome so that we as PLA can kind of step away and the field can take this project and make it their own. Uh, we also go to the ALA and PLA bigger conferences. Upcoming, we have the free all-day pre-conference at the ALA annual conference here in Chicago. Uh, registration for that is now available. It's free. It will be held on June 23rd at the ALA annual conference. We also offer full-day workshops that will bring an expert project outcome trainer to your region. These workshops do come at a cost, but you can find more information about that on the Project Outcome website. What's next for Project Outcome? First off, the task force still is in place, and it's still doing a lot of work around reviewing the questions, taking feedback from our participants about the questions, and making determinations about what else they can be developing for the field before they wind down and we transition uh, at the end of 2017. What that means is that right now they're really looking at developing guidelines for libraries who want to measure outcomes but maybe have something specific they need to measure that we don't ask in our set of surveys. Um, maybe they have a partnership that they're trying to develop and they want some support around measuring outcomes with a partnership. Or maybe they want to do something that's not using the survey to ask questions um, and measure outcomes. So the task force is working to develop guidelines that help to answer situations like that that we can also make available to the field. We are also internally working on developing a new survey portal for our um, users. One of the one of the things that I think that makes Project Outcome really exciting for participants and for us as staff, too, is that we are constantly evaluating and asking our participants what, what we can do better, just like how the field is asking their patrons what they can do better. And so we heard from our users that they really wanted a better, more flexible survey portal system and some improvements on our data dashboards um, as well to be able to better measure and tell their outcome story. So we've been working on that, and we expect to have a, a survey portal ready to go sometime in May, so stay tuned. And it's going to continue to be free. Um, like Samantha said, the Project Outcome website is free and available to our users, and we're going to continue to make the, the access to the immediate and follow-up surveys and the tools free. Lastly, you know, I'm going to make a call to our listeners out there um, we have a great set of library champions that give us stories about how they're measuring their impact and what they're learning from outcome measurement. And we want to continue to rely, like Samantha said, on the libraries themselves to really take on outcome measurement and, and adapt it and embrace it and make this project something that they see as their own as well. We're looking for speakers to help out with our webinars and, like Samantha said, help with our conferences and just communicate with us in other ways on how they might be able to help support others within the, their, the project outcome community in measuring outcomes. If you're interested in wanting to be a presenter or you want to share your story, we can be reached at info at projectoutcome.org. Thank you, Emily. And thank you, Samantha. That was a lot of great information. To get more information about Project Outcome, visit www.projectoutcome.org or email info at projectoutcome.org.